So, Terrence, um, I want to tell you about my tummy trouble, so how about you tell me about yours first, because you brought it up. Uh, I don't know, but for the last two days when I woke up, I wanted to puke, and now my stomach's hurting right now, so. Mm. I woke up today, I was fine, actually, but what I did do um, is I... I chose today as the day out of this year, 2019, that I could eat Subway, and I ate it just now. Oh. Uh, And now (laughs) it's going to be a fun challenge, because I want to see if I can get through the whole episode without shitting my pants. Oh, that'd be good if you could do that. Um, Why did you eat an entire Subway? I'm not going to... Don't humor me. I'm not going to acknowledge that. I'm not going <laughs> to entertain that. Yeah, okay. Uh, actually, I, I take it back. Okay, so that was my last one. Um, I realized that in this show, I've been very, uh, like, I I don't yes and you enough. I don't, I don't let you in your creative mind, you know, fester, or whatever the right word is to describe what would happen. <laughs> Um, so when you want to go down, you know, one of your, your paths, I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to do my best. That's my, that's my 2019 intention. I'm going to do my best to, uh, to allow your beautiful brain to fly. Uh, and I'm going to come there, come along with you. (laughs) No, not at all. I'm not, I'm not. It's definitely spiteful because I want to teach you a lesson. Um, but let's go back. Let's go back a minute. You said you couldn't believe oh. I ate a whole subway, and then I'll say, "Yeah, train cars and all, and the the ticket taker. I ate it all, and now my stomach what hurts." What about the Ray. ticket? Isn't man this and funny? Woman. See, this is all of them. <laughs> well, well, maybe you should be more funny, Joe. No, but I am being so funny by following the joke. I think we might be in an alternate universe. Actually, audience, you guys are hearing character development. Yeah. Who's oh, <laughs> developing? Because I didn't agree to develop. Uh, you don't have to develop. You're perfect as you are. Stop being facetious and an asshole. <laughs> that wasn't facetious. <laughs> as I know it's hard. Very... My 2019 <laughs> intention is to be on extreme edge against everything Joe says that's nice to me. <laughs> this is a good dynamic, I think. Oh, man. Oh man, it's so good to be back. Welcome here <laughs> to Overwitch. It's your primary news, gaming news source, where we talk about the holiest of games, Overwatch, of course, and then other video games too, and just kind of stack them up and see see if they're good enough for our time. I'm sorry. It's really just... negative and nasty, and everyone hates it. I'm gonna know know you real quick, Joe. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, is that a finger wag? <laughs> no, no. Like, are you finger wagging as well? Uh, yeah, instead of I instead of the yes and, but you calling Overwatch the most holy of games like left a really bad taste in my um, mouth. Um <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been under this blanket for four minutes and the energy is already, already ridiculous melting. in here. Ooh. Oh well we better get into it so, then. So uh, I have a question. 
Yeah. So, Joe, how do we actually start this podcast? I thought I was. I thought I was on a good roll there. I you thought. Were. I thought we were in it, and, I th- and we might I still t- be in it. Then, is the problem. <laughs> then I ate the subway. Well, I just wait for the part that you know is usually. Yeah, I do say. I I'll say my name. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. Welcome hey, to Overwitch. Overwitch. We talk about Overwatch and catch you up on that, and then we talk about other video games. Not so easy, is it, right? I thought I did great. My inflection was not on point, but all my words were true. Just yeah. like an arrow. And I'm Terrence. Uh-huh. And, and this has been Overwitch. Thank you so much for joining <sighs> every us. Time, you can't do you that every time, right? Every you single can't. time. <laughs> It's like our intro and outro match in some way. It's weird. <laughs> Welcome to Overwitch. Uh, it no, I don't like it anymore. We got it. It's New Year, New Year, New Intro. Let's off the okay. off the brain. Uh, welcome, welcome to our podcast. It's so good Can to have you, you back. Notes? It's so good to have. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. Let me get through one take though. Let me get through <laughs> one take. Right? All right, all right. It's so good to be back here in the Overwitch spot. With me and your other two best friends, we're all your best friends, of course, and it's good to have you here. This, of course, I don't need to explain it to you, uh, but it is a gaming podcast. I said podcast again. I think <laughs> I'm really podcast. drilling down into it something a here. Podcast. And we talk about Overwatch, of course, and then also other video games, and we're really excited about it. My name is Joe Langlois. I'm Terrence Johnson. And I'm Ray Rosso. And I want to know what my notes are. What can I improve upon? Okay, so have you ever seen an extremely goofy movie? I don't know. Okay, first of all, love the energy, <laughs> didn't like your conviction. You definitely know who Polly Shore is, right? I'm so Anyway, lost. I wa- want you to talk like him for the whole episode. Okay, Ray. Yes, and, no, baby. Wait, uh-uh. No, 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 no. Let's you go, said Terrence. You were going to encourage him in the yes, ands. You did not say you would become his, his puppet. This is what he wants. This is what's funny, Terrence. So here we but go. What if Terrence says, um, <laughs> Joe, please don't kill uh, me. Squirrely. Um, welcome to Overwatch. Uh, gaming. I can't. What the fuck does Polly Shore sound <laughs> I don't even like? know who that is. Cheddar, a gaming podcast where you three best cheddars catch you up. I just have to say the key keyword every once in a while to. Hey, what's up? Sure. I'm Pepper Jack. <laughs> so, Terrence, what cheese are you? What cheese Terrence, am what, I? Terrence, what cheese yeah. are you? I'm this not fucking cheese, sucks. But... I'm not cheating. Okay. <laughs> All right, one one final go, Joe. You got this. Let's go. Sorry. I already got it, and you said it wasn't good enough. All right. Welcome to Overwitch. As is tradition on this lovely podcast, we start off by talking about Overwatch, and it has been a little bit since yes. we met and talked about the game. So what's what's up? What's up, my my boys? What's what's new in the in the watch zone? I don't know. Soldier's gay. <laughs> Is gay, it's true. Wait, Soldier Who? Soldier, Soldier 76. 76. Jack Morrison, our good daddy. Oh, man. So Face of Overwatch. His I'm gonna... Not Your Father is is totally is, is mm. the best. Okay, got it. Please mm. be my father. He's exclusive mm. with me, so. So, uh, so... <laughs> tell me more about this, Ray. It seems like you have the most knowledge. Uh, recently, a sh- uh, comic that was more a short story was released 
uh, talking more about Anna's lore and background, which this time included Soldier. The the name of this story was uh, Bastet, and it's it's all about Anna and Soldier and them trying to decide if they need to continue the fight for the world or if they need to just stop and be normal people essentially or just disappear and it's fun and we learn more about egypt and the corruption there and yeah. anna and soldier's gay it also is the story about how anna and soldier uh find out that each other is still alive since uh the downfall of overwatch the explosion that happened at headquarters right mm. yeah this is like yeah. uh, so both of them thought each other was dead yeah so uh there was an encounter between anna reaper and soldier and they all realize each other's alive and now it's it's a mess and anna and soldier are are catching up a little bit yeah and contrary to popular belief the i don't think that uh soldier being revealed this way was like a just a a void a nonsense like plug out of nowhere just to like Mm -hmm. make people happy Mm -hmm. because a overwatch isn't making money off and it isn't getting any more like, mm-hmm. uh, isn't, like, t- tackling a whole group of people they haven't tackled before with this reveal. And um, it wasn't about that. They were just reminiscing and catching up, and she had a question about Soldier's Pass, causing us right. to find out information about him. I think that's totally fine. I think it's totally appropriate. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also an F you to everyone who has a problem with the main, like, cis, white, male, straight guy yeah. of a video game with mm-hmm. a gun and a... And a heel pack turning out to be your uh, your your neighborhood queen. No, I'm joking. But <laughs> see, it's That's it's bad. awesome, and this is fantastic information. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I thought long and hard about this when it was revealed because, uh, you know, with any reveals of LGBT characters in any media, there's people that are going to be upset both on both sides because of how things are presented etc etc uh and i came to the conclusion that i'm fine with this because (laughs) like you said uh one it's another character that represents uh things that i am which is great because that's not around a lot and also it's not him being gay isn't like the motivating like that's not yeah. soldier it, that, what we that's part what of we found out is. is that soldier was in a committed relationship and it didn't work out because of the life he chose exactly or like, like the that life is... that chose him right but, that's so we much also more find out that the person that he was in a relationship was named vincent was a man and that they both identify as gay but that's not like that very easily has been true the whole time in fact there's an old much older comic that seems to Christmas have the same photo um that that's shown in Bassett with Vincent in it so it's like this is something that's been true for a long time but we didn't know anything about Soldier and we're learning more about Soldier and this is one of the facts about him it's not it's not presented as like a huge deal or anything everyone made a big deal about it because Overwatch is what it is something that's drew us to it from the beginning was the the representation in it so I'm I'm always happy to have more of it if I could go on a rant really quickly I think the one thing that bothers me the most is that people assume so because a lot of people were um okay so be, this whole being gay thing is apparently very shocking ever since <laughs> the progression of media so um everybody's you know uh, uh, but clearly there's more straight people in the world I, I definitely understand that but um i think it's important to keep in mind that 
Uh, the only reason why people are offended by this is because for some odd reason they assume that the fact that gay people exist means that and the fact that there's more straight people means that gay people have to make it easy for straight people to accept, which I don't think that's fair at all. The fact of the matter is gay people have always been here and mm. nobody would have even batted an eye if, if Vincent was a girl. So right. I think the mm-hmm. uh, the idea that this is some kind of attack on on how people feel or, or who people look up to, I think first off, if you look up to um, a person and you find out that they might not like if that they're into a different sexuality than you like not looking up to them is bullshit like yeah. not saying okay, that everybody's looking that up to a video game player but right. that is like seriously if you honestly that that's not enough information to make you take something that you actually do enjoy and then throw it away like come on right. that makes zero sense to me but in rant i'm sorry right no i if you're looking up to someone and then you realize they're gay and for some reason you can't handle that like they were yeah, gay like the whole that, time. Shocker. Like, never meet your heroes, right? Because they you'll find out something about them that totally humanizes them and ruins them because it's some big sin. Who they fuck is not on that list because yeah. it has nothing to do with who they are as a person. Soldier still the 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 broken hero. Yeah. <laughs> nothing has changed about his character whatsoever. We know yeah. more about him. That's it. Right. Anyway. Yes, Terrence, I don't, like we're Joe, definitely preaching to the choir right now, but yeah, for sure. there um, are people this... out there that would disagree vehemently, and um, I don't, I don't know what and, to say to them other than what we've you're said. You're gonna disagree with us. We, well, yes. I can say you I love what? you, and don't you ever change. <laughs> I, I say, open up your mind a little bit. Open up your mind a little bit. Uh, just a little bit. But this story was also about Anna, um, and focused a lot on her struggles trying to figure out what to do um, and whether or not she should step back into the spotlight of trying to protect the world as a whole instead of just, you know, um, localized Egypt. Mm. And it, it was a really interesting concept that they brought up, and it, it's been a feature that's been showing up in a lot of the lore recently mm-hmm. of, you know, we have the heroes, and then the everybody's coming together for some big thing. This is what, what my biggest takeaway was. Everybody's getting back into the action for one reason or an- another and this mm. is Anna's reason is because because uh, soldiers get you know <laughs> exactly <laughs> she's like I need to support my son <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but there's a lot of that great dynamic between them of Oof, should we get back into it and Anna's telling soldier you're just this revenge seeking man right now. Like it's, there's no point in us coming back to the fight. And he's like, no, there's totally points to getting back in the fight. And it's, they're both at extremes and they come to this conclusion at the end of, okay, let's work together and figure this out. And Mm -hmm. it was very nice. And along with this story came a mini event similar to the release of Diva's shooting star Mm -hmm. cinematic. Uh, Win, win nine games and you get, a spray, a skin, and something when, else. When does that an emblem end? icon? Like icon? an icon, yeah. Yeah, I think there's still time to get in on this. So if you haven't done it yet, you just have to win nine games in any mode. Oh, it ends January 21st, which is only a few okay. days after this episode goes up. So um, if you haven't, if you hear this when it comes out and you haven't done this yet, just go win nine games in Overwatch. Um, and I'm pretty sure even like versus AI counts as progress toward this, but arcade modes quick play competitive whatever just play a few games yeah. and and 
grab up some of this time limited suit loot loot, including loot, yep. Anna in a fursuit. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's the best set skin. It's really cool actually. I really like it. It's very good. She has a cat face. Mm-hmm. She's a furry. It's her furry outfit. Everybody deserves a furry outfit. 2019 is the year of the Overwatch furries. We got Zarya and her little little thingy. That was 2018, um, but she she's always ahead of them it was all. the It was the tail end. <laughs> it was the yes! tail end. It's a really funny joke, right? I like it's you. It's not. I like you and your good jokes. Uh, I like it. It's a good joke. I'm mad I didn't think beautiful. of it. <laughs> Um, there's also, uh, streamers who have, uh, spray drops, which one, so if you watch sponsored streamers for Overwatch for, like, two hours, four hours, and six hours, you get sets of sprays, and there's a list on the Overwatch, one of the Blizzard Overwatch sites where you can see when the streams are happening, and they're still happening. You can get to a combat on that. Yeah. On as a furry soldier's gay, 2019, looking, looking pretty sharp. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, good. Diablo Three Reaper of Souls is now playable, so that's exciting. Oh, uh, I, I was cool. waiting. I was waiting for that. Hey, fuck oh. the rest of this podcast episode. I'm gonna go play Diablo Three Reaper of Souls. Wait, wait. We need to close <laughs> it out. <laughs> anyway, that I realized that's where our the game that we're reviewing takes place, and it's 20 Climb Team, like Joe said. I don't know if we're keeping that bit. Is the game we're doing uh, Five Nights at Freddy's? The game that we're playing is called Celeste, and it's Thank available you. on... We're so close. It's, like <laughs> it's available you, on a ton of platforms. You can get it on the computer. You can get it on the s- Switch. You can get it on the uh, PS uh, machine. You, you can, can get it on your TI-94. <laughs> you could get it on the Xbox One if that system existed. So any of them... <laughs> That you want to do, you can play Celeste on it for $20-ish, depending on if you get on a sale or whatever. Um, But yeah, it's a platformer, and it's really good. It came out originally, so it came out originally on January 25th of last year, so happy anniversary, Celeste. Happy Um, birthday, Mountain! And it definitely got a lot of Game of the Year notif- like uh, notoriety. I don't think it, like, won Game of the Year it won a few fun. things though but yeah. it was it was a big deal and uh we just totally slept on it because the show was sleeping and uh i'm really glad we came back around to it hey play it with Ugh. a controller also play it with a controller. that's God. important oh I yeah not, i knew that imagine. i knew there was some important piece of information i, I did not play with a controller with the keyboard yeah me neither that that's yeah, really i played did, it with the you keyboard. this with the keyboard yes i did oh my God. what i played it with a keyboard and guess what <sighs> I handle any challenge. <laughs> any. I'm sure it's not terrible. It's just... Oh my god, you take those words. <laughs> oh my god. Is it a challenge if you're making the choice to make things hard? That is what a challenge is by definition. Is... Never mind. <laughs> so yeah, we played Celeste. Let's what Man, platformer. do I have a lot it's to a say about Celeste? It's a platformer where you play as Madeline, or you can name them differently if you so choose. Um, and they are mountain climber, or they're not a mountain climber, I guess, but they are climbing a, a mountain. And they have uh, anxiety um, and depression and a lot of stuff. And that comes out through the story as you continue through climbing the mountain and um, 
like at, at its core the gameplay of it is just it's a platformer and the hook is that you can grab onto walls and climb for a limited amount of time and you can also dash once in air um and then there are other like gimmicks that change the way you move through the world uh and every level have its has its own unique gimmick and it's super duper fun and super duper entertaining uh, oh my gosh that's, that's the that's the long and short of it so mm-hmm. terrence uh, i want you to to hit us first what since i think you you were the one of the three of us that did not finish the game but i know you got some good time in there what what was your what was your thoughts of it up to this point so i finished on like what is it the seventh like stage i guess is that what it, what it is? Oh no, it's six or seven. What was what you was said it? Mirror uh, Palace, right? The mirror, the mirror uh, palace place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So first thing, <laughs> so I always have like the strangest like experiences with playing video games uh, with these video games that I really don't expect to be good at all. So <laughs> I saw a little bit about I saw a little bit for the first time when uh, me and you guys linked up for a call and. Ray was uh, screen sharing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Ugh, this looks awful! Like, what is this shit?" But um, sorry, I didn't mean to cuss. My apologies, you guys. Um, I'll bleep it out for you. Thank you. I'll make it a fart noise. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they keep the sorry, and they just leave it that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so I start off playing this game, and I'm like, "Uh, okay." I don't trust that bird a little bit, even if it gave me the commands. So, <laughs> um, uh, I, you're I'm on some my, Dark Souls shit. Yeah, no, <laughs> right out the gate, I'm like, nah, nope. So I, I start moving left and right, and I'm like, well, this game sucks because not only is what was it C and X is like the <laughs> the the, the oh, buttons Jesus. to use, it also uses like the D pad, like. Which is just stupid. I couldn't use uh, AWSD, which is which is not fun. But so I'm going into this game, and I'm like, I don't know how to move. So then I pause it and I leave. The next day I come back and I'm like, well, let's figure it out. And I'm like, oh, okay, I can just you know go to the pause screen, look at the controls. Why are these controls so awful? So I'm dying hardcore like eight times right out the gate. Can't even like nail down like jumping to the other side. So then I'm like, what if I change the controls? So I made the controls as as similar to Overwatch as I possibly could. Okay. And I just started playing the game and I started getting the hang of it. And then I started like learning more about, uh, I walk up to this old lady and right off the back, I'm like, she's creepy as heck. And then she starts doing the laugh thing, which is really unsettling. I really yeah, don't like that is. laugh. I make it past the first board and I'm like, there's just no way this game could get harder. And it just kept getting harder. Oh my <laughs> gosh. There was so many times where I was just like, I just don't. But it definitely uh, has some pretty inspirational stuff there. This game is uh, a whirlwind of uh, feelings for sure. Yeah. It's a mixture of creepy, a mixture of cute. I start to really like Madeline and yeah. respect her for who she is. Then I meet Theo, who, of course, I'm skeptical as fuck. Like, just as skeptical as she is. I'm like, um. <laughs> All right, what? I was skeptical too, to be fair. Because everything's like, I don't killing know me, and then there's is. just a guy chilling. I'm like, oh man, he's definitely gonna kill me. <laughs> he disarmed <laughs> me really quick, though. With, hey, let's yeah. take a picture. I ended up liking him you're a lot like, too. Your and whole case is this is a guy on this mountain, and you're also on the mountain. So like, he's just a guy on the mountain. <laughs> I don't trust but also, but also, the old lady was like, this mountain's weird, yo. Yeah. 
in the in the nightmare scene. Oh my yeah. goodness! Loved it. Was, it was a lot of scary stuff. Yeah, like for as bright and cute as this game is, it really does a good job of making you unsettled and kind of feel like you're losing your mind a little bit too as you climb up the mountain. And not not in like a it's it's never outright scary. I would say like I was never yeah uncomfortably stressed out like I was when I was playing Subnautica or something. But it's Ugh. there's a very real anxiety that does come along with with going through the game but it's never it's never overwhelming um and it does like it's it's worth it's part of the climb it's and that's that's another thing uh the game does such an incredible job of making the story and the gameplay and the character arcs all like rise and they all mimic each other perfectly yeah um it's it's really hard to put into words but uh the it all works really really well together um more more than i've seen in a lot of other scenes yeah go ahead ray yeah like you said i like how the gameplay relates to the emotional beats and the events of the story and the gimmicks and the mechanics of each level relate to like what's going on like Mm -hmm. on a personal level so without giving too many spoilers you know there uh so the first level you're learning how to climb the mountain Right. Which, before uh, you continue, I really like the way that they do uh, tutorials. Yes. It makes yes. it very interesting. And yes. The game, some of the, some of the best game design I have ever seen. Yeah. I want to know what Terrence said. You said yeah, something what did you and say, I missed T? the last part of it. Oh, I was just saying that um, I really like how the tutorial works. It definitely makes you feel smart for figuring it out. And yes. then after you understand how they want you to use it. Like... As I thought I was, it's weird because the game made me feel like I was getting less deaths the more I moved forward, but I was definitely getting more. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> it's just, I, I've never seen a game uh, made like this when it comes to how it presents the story, what what it's telling you, how, how you, uh, how your character is interacting with the world. And the fact that, like, it, it puts you in the sense of danger. You just respect her so much more when you realize just how much danger she's in. And I will say that that's another reason why I thought Theo was a bad guy. Because I'm like, how is he getting through this these maps if he doesn't have, like, her power? <laughs> so that that kind of messed me up. But yeah, continue. Right? Yeah, right. Um, so level one, you learn how to climb the mountain and the mechanics of the game. Like, the basic mechanics. Level two, some twists and turns that ramp up and uh, the the story takes a turn where you have to it, it feels like you need to you need to go and that's exactly how the level feels you need it it goes fast yes and then you get to the third level and everything you touch makes you die pretty much and i i hated that level at first it was very frustrating but then i realized this level's here because it it wants you to slow down and they did that on purpose uh-huh. right after the the second level to make you like take a moment take a breather like hey this game is not just fast paced you have to actually think and solve puzzles yeah and like handle stress which is what's going on during that level absolutely the mechanics yeah again feedback into the story and the character emotion and the player emotion beautifully um uh, the other thing that I really, really love about this game is its ethos. It is a game made by people who are <laughs> like us. <laughs> they are not gate- gatekeeping. They are not obsessed mm-hmm. with 
things that gamers are typically obsessed with. Um, like you get little you get little postcards in between levels, um, and they have just little tips about the game. And one of the early ones you get says because it tracks your deaths every time you die, it's tracked in the game, and it says. Be proud of how high your death count gets. Every time you die, it means you're learning something new. So, mm-hmm. like, wear that as a badge of honor. And I'm like, I really Hell enjoyed that. Yeah, like, just completely flip it on its head. Death deaths are not tracked to make you feel shamed for like how you know. Once you master the game, then yeah, go ahead and try to beat the level without dying. But there's no there's no reason to feel bad about getting any amount of deaths on your first run. You got to learn and. Right. The challenge level to what you want to get out of the game is perfectly suited to any player. Like, you can just play through the game, and it's a per- perfectly good game. It's got a good challenge for any any kind of gamer. And then there are strawberries, which are, like, hidden collectibles that are hidden puzzles, a little bit off the beaten path, a little bit harder to get your hands on. Every level also has a crystal heart hidden somewhere in it that has, like, a very specific puzzle. And those puzzles are tough. I've spent quite a few hours with Ray just, like, beating our heads <laughs> against this puzzle. Like, we spent, like, literally an hour exploring one level trying to figure out how to get this crystal heart. And when we finally figured it out, we were like, oh, hell yeah. But you don't have to do any of that shit. The, the story, it's not, it's all auxiliary. It's all if you want if you want to spend more time in the game. And now that I'm saying that out loud, that's unlike Limbo. <laughs> I think Limbo's going to be yeah. my go-to backwards where it's like... There, uh, that's how I all these... mentioned that too. I definitely was like, yeah. oh, so this is just Limbo. First time yeah. <laughs> but it's not because I want to spend well, more time on Celeste Mountain. I don't want to spend yeah. time in Limbo. I don't want to yeah. spend time in that world. I want to spend time on the mountain and climbing. It's fun just to move around in a game. And that makes... And the music... Yeah. The atmosphere is great. Yeah. Sorry. Well, that, that, uh, was, that was the end of my point. Go on. Okay. Well, uh, I've... What were you saying? Jeez, my brain just blanked, but I had a thought. Um, repeat, the music. What you were going to your... say the music. No, no, before that, what was your big thought? <sighs> ethos of the game. Sorry. Also, assist mode. Maybe you were going to talk oh, about assist oh, mode. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, the, the ethos of the game. I'm sorry. My brain completely just farted. Here we go. You want me to put in a fart noise? No. When... I like this because when you got the when I got the postcard that said, you're learning every time, I'm like, you're right, I am. And after that, whenever I died... I didn't get frustrated. Instead, I'm like, okay, how do I figure this out? What mm-hmm. what do I need to do? And it always felt good. It never felt like the game was punishing me. Yeah. That's it. Oh, okay. I like the music in this game. Music's very it's good. It's very good. Uh, Ray, did you ever get a chance to talk about assist mode? No, I don't know much about assist mode. Okay, well... Really quick, to tack on to the end of the ethos of the game, there's also a mode called Assist Mode, which is available to you. Um, and I guess we should have done more research about it, because I don't think any of us fucked with it at all. But to my knowledge, it just allows you to change the way the game is played. It allows you to like get infinite jumps, or not die, or... Um, I don't remember the other things that you can do, but you know, it, it, you can, I think you can slow it down. So it's a little bit easier to track what's going on. So it makes it more accessible. Um, Uh and it makes it, you know, easier for people that are not as experienced gamers and don't want to stress about dying 200 times on the same screen, which I have done. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, 
And, you know, I want it's it was never like a point of pride or a gamer badge of honor that I beat it without assist mode. I just wanted the level of challenge that was baked into the game from the start. But, you know, that's I, I love that that's in there. And it as far as I know, it doesn't change anything about like you're still able to collect the strawberries and it doesn't like give you a crappy ending or anything like that, which even Nintendo does like they have their easy mode or their golden Kong or whatever the fuck. And if you <laughs> activate it, then you get like a worse. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just imagine a big gold giant <laughs> donkey, Kong, donkey just Kong rolling through like you play as him and he just donkey kong rolls through the yeah. entire level yeah and if, and you, that's if it. you fall off the bottom he has jet boots attached to that. The, the, a giant pink gold dixie comes and lifts him up anyway uh, anyway uh, yeah it's just that's good great. i really like that because i would love to show this game to my niece who is five and doesn't <laughs> play games yeah but i think in a couple of years like this would be something well, that she would enjoy. I mean, They're... I was playing Super Mario Brothers when I was five for for God knows why. This game is better than Super Mario Brothers. There, I said it. Um, Twenty nineteen oh. hot takes on. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, like, yeah, you could turn on the speed a little bit. I don't, I don't see why this would be impossible for somebody. That's right. I mean, I just don't know what all the assist options, but yeah, yeah. are. But yeah, I, I if if I get into it and I think. You're right. She could definitely do it. She's plays. She's playing Kirby games now. Plus, when you're five, you have time to, uh, you know, die two hundred times on the same screen. It's it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I oh, want to challenge you guys time to, to see how far you can get without a controller. <laughs> I do. Terrence, I, I do. Still can't believe you did that. I gotta try the Ice Terrence challenge. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard. It Terrence, me... I need you to play the rest of the game with a controller, okay? But. I'm already too far. It's like, not a challenge, Terrence. It's like it's not intended. Like that's not good. That's not. <laughs> you're not. You're not doing anything. You're, you're not, it's not like hard mode. Okay, that's not fine. You're not gonna get a gold badge that says you played with a keyboard. You're gonna get frustrated. But see now, and waste now you time. guys are taking away my personal goal. Of course, I'm not gonna. <laughs> if that's what you want to do, but like no one's here for it. If you want to climb a mountain using only a keyboard, true. be my guest. That's that's how I normally climb mountains in real life. <laughs> But um, anyway, I understand you guys won't do the challenge, but it sucks for the for the listeners out there. It's 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 painfully difficult, and the only reason why I'm continuing is because I made it this far, and I know I'm almost done with the game. Yeah. All right. Uh, and as far as time to beat goes, it took me a little over eight hours. I collected uh, just over half of the strawberries, and I think Ray took you what like six and a half. And yeah, you but got... I did some extra an extra level and got less strawberries. Mm-hmm. So about the same, probably. Um, is that it? That's, That's it. We climbed the mountain. We climbed the mountain. Good job. Okay, Celeste. so I'm at the top of the mountain. Uh, there's a treasure chest. Ooh, what's inside? Oh, it's a question, guys. Oh, what is it? How did uh, you put a this... question? Is it written on a piece of paper? Is it like an orb <laughs> that you pop open? It's on. It's on a drumstick. It? It's on a. It's on a cooked piece of drumstick. What the fuck? <laughs> it's on a <laughs> chicken <laughs> leg. Yes, it's on a chicken leg. It's really oily. So can I read this question? God, yes, please? before it melts. Yeah, it is I'm I'm gonna eat this thing. Is this game Celeste worth your Overwatch time? 
huh, they knew. First, I want to say thank you for not making eating foley noises <laughs> when you I considered that it. <laughs> I give it a resounding yes, absolutely. It's it does. It's not even asking for that much time, and it's totally worth the time that you put into it. I would say I don't know. I don't know. I because I, I, I'm That's so a, conflicted. Huh. Over which first? Not, yeah, yeah. I've never not known, but like this game, like I, I, Play it I with would the controller. like, I would like to say yes because it's like it blew, blew out my expectations. It's really good, and I think like people should play it. But I also think that like it's really hard. It can be stressful. Um, it's way different than Overwatch, and, like, yeah, you can't, there's no two-player mode, yeah, it's a one-player game, but, like, there's total, there's a bunch of, there's enough to share with people. I will say. I don't know, I don't know, it's so weird. That's something that, like, I, so, I, I, you mentioned earlier, I did, like, stream, I streamed Celeste with Ray, so that, like, because it's a one-player game, but we were playing it together, and it really did remind me of, like, playing Crash Bandicoot or something with my sister, like, you know, playing a platformer and trying to look for secrets and you're, you're it's one person has their hands on the controller, but we're both playing the game. We're both like, you know, sitting down and like, playing a you... game together. And that was a really yeah. cool that was experience fun. that uh, I haven't had in a while. But um, as far as your answer goes, Terrence, I don't want to force one out of you. I think it'd be more interesting because you're close to the end. I think you should beat it and come back with your definitive answer next week. Okay. Yeah. Or next, that, next episode. That, next, episode. next episode. Next episode. Next episode. I will do it. That's okay. It's good. Um, I like it. I'll do it. Ray, what do you think? I have to. Uh, yes, it's worth your Overwatch time, despite how hard and difficult and frustrating some parts of this game can be. I truly believe it's a self-care game in the end, and you need those. Yeah, it really is because it it's fun to get lost in, but it it doesn't ask too much time from you at the end of the day. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna loot. <sighs> You're not going to lose days to it like other games that you might be playing at this time, Joe. Um, anyway, hey, like, games. <laughs> let's let's not worry about it. Next, well, speaking of games that will take up our time, yeah. what game are we reviewing next time, Ray? Oh, I'll tell you, Ray. This is the tenth time I've done this bit. Uh, we're so this game's going to take some time, but we're doing Persona Five. Persona Five. Oh, uh, and just like Persona Five, okay, so it's uh the main character Joker has been released as the new DLC for Super Smash Bros. Hey. And the new character Madeline is also introduced as a new Super Smash I'm Bros. Waiting character. for that. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Tell me that wouldn't work. That'd be I, awesome. I know. No, no I, I really thought you were serious. I'm like, did Nintendo do it? Yeah, that would be beautiful. But it would, I don't, it would I don't totally think so. work. <laughs> what other uh, attacks would she have besides up B and side B? <laughs> I mean, uh, okay, you know, I was talking to Kyle about it. I think it was Kyle. But listen, Captain Falcon <laughs> was a fucking race car driver. Yep. And they <laughs> gave him a move set. So True. Okay, that's We fair. can give her and, a, a, a all of the villager, Isabel. Literally, like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, Persona 5 was suggested to us by a friend of the show, Sasha. And oh, we yeah. will be playing it uh, on PS4 because we couldn't get it on the Xbox One. Um, and it hasn't been announced for Switch yet, and I'm so Yeah, that is the only reason, because we couldn't get it. <laughs> it's because we didn't yeah, watch the anime. Uh, By the way, it has an anime, you guys. Persona 5 has an anime. 
Oh, really? I, yeah, that follows the story almost perfectly. So I know we were, we're already asking for a lot of time, but I think we should dip into that too if we can if we can okay. manage it. I've already watched the first three episodes and played the first portion of Persona Five, and it's incredibly Close. related. Like, it's, okay, it's, okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. What is our challenge next episode, Ray? Our challenge is friendship. Uh, it's play Overwatch with people we've never played with before for a few games. And that was also suggested by a friend of this show, Sasha. Sasha, man. She's really coming in clutch. You other guys better step up. Yeah. What do been. you guys think about this challenge? Uh, I mean, I love it. It's nice and vague and easy. And <laughs> I'm looking forward to, hopefully, if we can wrangle them, spending some time with some new people in Overwatch and... Uh, and seeing, you know, getting some fresh play styles in there. Because I think we've kind of, we've kind of like We're sunk kind of... into our own. Whenever we try to play with other people online, like in competitive or something, we're like, how come you're not doing everything we always do? Right, because we have <laughs> yeah. a well-oiled machine now. Yeah. But we've played together for a very long time. So it, I think you're right. That's going to be very fun, very fresh, very frustrating to play That's with new people. Gonna be frustrating. It's going to be no, nice and never sweet get, and fun. I would never get frustrated with friends we play with. Anyway, thank you all for listening, for joining us back here after our one-week break. Um, and and uh, Lunar Light Studio is back off, off the ground, up and running in the new year. So since we are back, please send us a game or a game that you want us to play or an Overwatch challenge that you want us to do. You can find us on Twitter at OverwitchCast or send us an email at OverwitchPodcast at gmail.com. Leave a review for us on iTunes if you would be so kind. We would really appreciate it. You can also leave feedback on Pinecast, uh, which is where we're hosted. Um, And that's fun. Like, I I haven't gotten any feedback there yet, but it looks like a good system. And the one on iTunes kind of stinks. But apparently it's good for analytics or something. I just want to know what y'all have to say. I want to read your beautiful words. and Here's a... A question I have. I don't think we've ever brought this up before. Can you find Overwitch on other sources aside from iTunes? Yeah, you can find us on Spotify and on Google Play. Um, so and... if you hate iTunes like I do, yeah. go do that. And you can find us on Pinecast, of course, as well. And also, it, the show has been growing, and it's been an incredible feeling to watch it happen. Um, and that's thanks to all of you lovely listeners who have been spreading the word about the show and telling your friends and making them sit down and listen to these three idiots talk about video games. Well, okay, that's not fair. I'm the idiot. And then there's two other guys and we talk about video games and it's just a jolly good time. I'm not, I'm not, I'm telling you something you already know, of course. So with that, um, as I said, Lunar Light Studio is back up and running and we have some really great podcasts on the network now. We're all excited. Like it's, it's really coming together. We've got our podcast family is growing by the week um ray why don't you tell us a little bit about tin pan diddly do because i don't think we've really drilled into that one yet at, at this show wrap up bit sure uh tin pan diddly do is a music theater history podcast by lily and haley uh lily knows more about musical theater and then haley makes goofs and jokes and lily, it's great. lily and from episode 20 smash brothers lily uh, from Witch? smash bros yeah <laughs> lily from smash bros yeah, she's she's great. Go listen to that. It's fun. Tin Pan Diddly Do. Tin Pan Diddly Do. And also, they that, sing. They do sing, and it's very good. It's one of the best theme songs for a podcast I've ever heard. 
it's great it's fantastic um so thank you all for listening i do have to get out of here now because as i mentioned before this show i did eat subway and i am about to uh-huh. shit my pants this Ooh. has been over which thank you for listening okay so guys that's not fair like i is, we we took a week off excuse me <laughs> excuse me audience bit? but uh, right. we love you i think it is i think this is the bit <laughs> Uh, uh, I uh, normally get it right every time, and I had a week off. <laughs> uh, stop and... it. Stop it. <laughs> At least I know my name, Joe. Uh, and remember, you're better than us. Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.